All right, all right. We back. Back with BAD with your boy Rev B. Hi, I got my boy Coleman in the building. He may not want to go by there, but that's what I call my dog. So I'm going to let him introduce himself, uh, tell him about, you know, his businesses and all that good stuff. Because we're going to promote people out here. We're going to promote our people. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, you go. I can go by Coleman. You know what I mean, that's what they used to call me. <laughs> Back in the day anyway, so I mean we can go by that. Um uh, uh, web design, graphic design, any of that off top, but uh at the current moment I ain't really been doing it because I'm trying to focus in on one thing to make sure it's all the way together before I really put it out there. So I mean I would, you know, get my IG out, but I mean it ain't really ain't really hitting on there right now because I ain't been doing that. So Man, he, once it got, once it got out there, huh? I said, you know you got them good graphics, man. Hey, once it once I up re-upload it and get back on the ground, I'll be back on here and you know I'm promoting it like crazy then. That's what I'm talking about. So but uh besides graphic design, what well, what else you been up to? Bro, you know what it is, what I hit you about. Hey, what the <laughs> like, man? You know what I'm saying? That's what, that's, that's what I, what else I've been on is them stop, bro. Just, you know, financial freedom, bro. I'm just trying to figure out all type of different ways to become financially free. That's right. That's really the best way. And, uh, you know, the best thing to do, I think it, we all need to be financial, late 20s, early 30s. You know, we really need to get started, especially like in our community. We're so far behind and stuff like that. So, you know, if you got a few hundred dollars just laying around, I would tell everybody, like, kind of invest in some stock. Then once you get a couple thousand saved, you know, try to invest into some. Um, See, you say try to get a what? I get a group to to invest in some property. See, we we always want to do the whole like, oh, I'm gonna do it by myself type thing. Well, I don't know where no hundred thousand dollars is gonna fall from the sky like that. So, I, 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 I that yeah, hit that lot. <laughs> That's right. You know how that go? Goddamn, nobody win that but old folks. <laughs> I I said I'd rather just you know get by. Five, six people, we we put in about five, you know, ten thousand dollars each. And then after that, you know, we try to go from there. Yeah, that don't really sound like no bad idea. Well, yeah. everybody else do it, bro. But see, my thing is, and I say before anybody even gets started in trying to put their money in something, like just save it up. Learn how to save your money first. Cause that's another thing, you know, that we don't really know because then we ain't never been taught that. Like, just stack your money to the side. And then eventually, then you can do something else with it. But first, you need to have that rainy day fund before you try to do anything else. Because it'll start pouring at any time, God dang. Come on. Come on now. Of course, of course, I always got that hotline booming. So, you know, excuse me, y'all. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, people, they they already know. I already told them we're putting the podcast on. I don't know why people calling me, but hey, I call them back. Um, so, yeah, 
I know we always talk about this a lot, so I said I wanted to make sure you know we got this out. So when it's like the image or what people portray the black man as, what what do you actually see them portraying us as? As far as as the media or the myths? The myths is, brother, all right, let's just go ahead and be 100% real out here, man. The MILF is, god dang, they look at us as dangerous, reckless. Mm-hmm. Like, we just ready to pop off at any time, but it really ain't like that at all. Really. I mean, if we keeping it 100, it is some of us out here like that now, but I mean, overall, though, bro, they really paint us to be something we totally not, bro. We just trying to make ends meet and go back home to our family just like everybody else trying to. So, I don't know. It really be some BS. Yeah, bro. I'm going to try to keep my cussing at a limit. No, 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 bro. You say whatever you want to on the podcast. It's a platform. It's a platform. I mean, I, I fully agree with that, bro. I think that, like, it, I don't know. It's just so wild. It just blow my mind. Prime example, you know, I've been on this uh, weight loss journey trying to cut the weight. So my, uh, me and my homeboy, Will, we was out there jogging at the park yesterday. Now, mind you, we jogging. It's a it's a girl walked by. Clean your purse. Of another race. She she on a bike. On like a mountain bike, bro. You know, mountain bikes go like 40, 40 miles per hour sometimes. All right, depending on how like, how fast she pedaling, bro, she literally was pushing that bike, pushing it. And she was coming across from us and stopped the bike. Like stopped in front of y'all? Yeah, bro. She like, like, she got like, it was like within like 10 feet. She stopped the bike and then we were jogging. And then I was telling Will, I was like, watch this, bro. I said, as soon, I said, as soon as we uh get past her, about 20 feet past her, she going to get right back on that bike. She got right back on that bike and took off. But what? Oh, uh, what was she stopped though? That's what I'm saying. I didn't understand it. I was like, I was like, you are. I said, you want you want a faster vehicle than us. Your bike gonna move faster than our legs, even if we were trying to, which we weren't. But I'm saying like, you know, like they just be like they just be scared for no reason. I like a black man. It's just it's oh, so. Hold up, hold up. That ain't making no sense though. You gonna get off your bike to stop and see what? Is she was she stopping to see what y'all was gonna do? Did you look back at all to see exactly what she was doing? Nah, nah bro, I just she, she just got right back on the bike. It was literally like it's like we were we were just literally crossing each other, and she had stopped, and she she stopped the bike and got off the bike real quick, and she just stood there like and put her head down, and then we ran or you know jogged past her, and then when I turned my head back real quick, she had hopped right back on the bike. She wasn't tying her shoe. She wasn't doing nothing. I was like, girl, we're not going to kidnap you, bro. We're not going to do that. Like, come on. We and then that's the thing. You thinking dumb anyway, because why you wouldn't just spend off on your damn bike? <laughs> <laughs> bro, it'd be, it be so wild sometimes. I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, I know, you know, some of the in- images, they are bad. But we all not like that. And I feel like we're the only race who get judged as a whole. So... Speaking of, you know, the image or whatever. So, you know, when we first met, I had my dreads. 
so, but back when I was in school, I had to take like this little, it's like extra credit, like a little business etiquette class or whatever. Lady was like, oh, you know, you don't get no corporate job with your hair that long and, you know, and those twists you got or dreads or whatever she said at the time. And I was like, oh, now I'm going to get a job. I mean, don't let this, you know, don't let my hair define me, which is I, I always thought that was just straight up some BS. So then I made it my point. My point to get it never to cut my hair until I was solidified in whatever corporate job I was in. So then I said, and you know, I was like, I, it's, I'm about to cut it now, bro. I didn't had it forever. I didn't, you know, prove my point basically, which I shouldn't even have to have proved no point, but it was just a simple fact of don't let my hair define exactly who I am. That the hair is not what's up in here. You know what I'm saying? What's in my head. Or, you know, I was raised with manners. Just because you it's a stereotype of people with dreads and how they act and stuff. It's not, we don't act like that. Like right now, should I need to go, I know I need to go get a, a shape up. You know what I mean? Got to put me in the morning for that shape up. God, man. So but with me just walking around like this could already be an issue. If I don't keep that clean, if we don't keep that clean cut shape or whatever, haircut or whatever, it's always some BS. But people can walk around here with purple hair, yellow hair, whatever color. And it's like, oh, oh we just in my, in my la- In my last job, bro, it was like that. It was literally like, because it was it kind of shot me and took me by surprise. I was walking in there and people had uh, green hair and pink hair and stuff, had multicolor hair looking like uh, Takashi and all that. And I was like, bro, we had, I was like, bro, we at the workplace and y'all doing that? And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, yeah, bro, but these, these not, there's not no black people though. I'm like, bro, ain't no way they letting us walk up in here and doing nothing like that. It just, it just blew my mind how like, you know, you know, people they just treat you different because of your hair. Cause you remember me when I had my twist and I had my long braids, you know, putting that black castle oil on every day to get that hair down. <laughs> and, but bro, do you do you do you remember that though? How don't and it, okay, that, that's another thing too, which I'm not knocking it, but why is it always our people that like I mean it's other people too, but it's especially our people, they always say like, hey man, especially for like for the men. Yo, but you need to do something that you need to do something that you do something that. Like, I remember I used to walk up to their desk all the time, like I always did. Hey, your hair look nice, but uh, we don't cut it. Your hair look nice, we don't cut it. I'm like, dang, bro. Like, and then I'm gonna tell, tell you what I think though. Nah. Not only, I feel like not only they was trying to protect, you know, you, but they was trying to protect everybody that came after after you or whatever because they how we just basically you know seeing how stereotypes happen in the world mm-hmm. i guess they were seeing it as okay you're gonna be labeled as a stereotype so you just go ahead and do this so you won't even run into the issue so i guess it was almost after you know actually thinking about it, it was just like i guess they were just almost trying to protect you 
Oh yeah, bro. Cause like now, see now what what they call it is like uh, been doing some research on it. It's called like playing the game, and I kind of do understand it now. Like when you when you see somebody who might be our age or like you know a little older, and they bald or they got like little to no facial hair or something like that, and I can kind of see you know how that makes sense because when I see those guys nine times out of ten they are in like uh you know pretty high position. So, you know, uh, you got to play the game to, you know, get whatever you want to. And I'm not saying that it's not going to be, you know, everybody else or, you know, every other race. But I, I will say I think some of our people may need to do it more sometimes. I'm not – now, I'm not saying that you own your own business, all that stuff like that, then fine, do your thing. Because if you get enough money to survive, then, you know, you can get tatted up like a mug and, you know, dreads down to your feet if you want them that long. But if you're in the corporate world, sometimes you do have to do it. I'm not saying all the time, but, you know, if like, okay, we was in California. I, our long hair wouldn't have been no problem. But since we in, we in the South, you know, they want everybody, they want like a clean cut image. So I respect that. And I've been watching, like, like I said, I've been uh, doing research, watching videos and it, and it does, it does help, bro. Cause like, you remember that, you remember that day when I came back from the barbershop? When I went on break, and I ain't mm. and I ain't tell nobody I was cutting my hair, wrong. Well, I ain't I ain't gonna be calling out nobody um, they real names, but you know I, but you know the biggest what they call Rick Ross, the biggest boss when she saw me, bro, literally, literally bro, literally she like walk she like walk past me, and turn all the way. Mind you, now we like I'm at this point I'm like halfway in the elevator. She turned all the way around and caught me. I was like, oh my God, bro, you look so professional now. I was like, damn, I was like, damn, I ain't look professional. I'm not, now mind now, you know I now you know me and you the only ones that be up in there wearing suits and ties and all that stuff like that. And she was like, Yeah, bro, you look so professional now. And I'm like, bro, that's crazy. How like it make a difference. And then uh <laughs> and then you know, got them uh bird bird, you know, seeing her, she damn to pick me up. I was like, yo, this is crazy, bro. I'm like, I'm like, what? She's like, I'm so glad you cut it. I'm so glad you cut it. You just look so much better. She's like, you about to go far now. You about to go far now. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it, it does help. It does really make a difference. But I can say it do seem like, and I mean, even before all this stuff started happening, you know, since COVID happened, all this stuff in the media been going on. It was I felt like it was getting better though. Overall, everything was getting better. Yeah, I, I think I think so too, man. It's just you know you gotta you just gotta know how to play the game, know when to hold them, know when to fold them. But it you know it does it's, it's it does make a difference. I'll say that for a simple fact of like okay, another person in the office. They husband got a high position at their company. And then she was like, Yeah, she's like, my husband, she like, my husband got short hair. He's get like an even Steven. He don't have no waves. You know, I was like, for real? I'm like, he, I'm talking about this, like, you know, this a young dude. Like, he ain't got no waves, nothing. He's like, nah, he had him in college, but when he got to a corporal, he just keep it like straight and all that. Said no facial hair. And but then when I started looking at like, you know, the correlation. Like damn, bro. Yeah, he, but he got a highest position. He he made like six figures. 
So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's always the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But if you young, you think about it, if if you if you play the game, yeah, in his thirties, you play the game until he like 50, 55, bro, he can get his own company. Then you can do whatever you want to do. But at the same time, at that point, you'd have been so used to playing the game, you was gonna keep on, you know, with that same. It's it's rare that you'll see somebody with short hair just magically like grow dreads when they get older. Yeah, they will walk to you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, man, it's it's just different. Uh. So you know that you know that stuff happened, and then um, trying to see. So, what? So, what do you think a good man is? Like when you are, if somebody were to ask, if somebody were to ask you, how would you describe the best male that you could be? What would be like the care the characteristics of that? Hmm. <laughs> well, I would definitely say loyal. Gotta be loyal. Um, character. Let's see. I don't know why the word loyal just keep coming like to my head. Cause I feel like you loyal then. You ain't gonna be trying, you know, you ain't gonna try to be shysty or no BS like that. But loyal, good head on your shoulders. Be respectful of this is my biggest thing. Be respectful of everyone. Sometimes somebody ain't being respectful to you, but hey, still be respectful at the end, because I mean that karma, it hit different. If somebody, you know what I mean. Talking crazy, yeah. You can always snap back at them, but why? Why waste your energy when you can keep, you know? What I mean, pushing on. So, I mean, loyal, respectful. Mm, good head on your shoulders, like I say. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of basically just describing me. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Sure. Well, the people, the people in your life, they do, they do love you. So I can, uh, I can definitely see that. I, I think personally, but like a good man, you need to be, you need to be confident. Yeah. You need to be intelligent. You need to be assertive. You gotta, you gotta be assertive. You gotta know when to put your foot down and when not to. Like, be a leader. A good man need to be a leader, but he also know how to. He also needs to know how to be able to follow too. I was just about to say that because the only way you gonna learn to be a leader, you gotta follow somebody. That's right, and you're not gonna you're not gonna be good at everything. So you gotta know how. Last man on earth, and then somebody popped up right after you. Then, I mean, I guess you take that leadership role right off the rip. Then, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. You you ain't got no you ain't got no choice. Uh, you need to I think somebody need to be willing to learn and stuff like that. I'm talking about like 
learn outside of uh, your business or your craft like during your free time make sure you try and learn something like especially right now man i mean i know the hours are a little different now because of covid but you know libraries are still open the internet as long as you able to afford it is free information you know go read some books go on the internet you got youtube look at some videos people just giving out free information now at, at this point, if you're not able to, you know, level up, but if you haven't access to everything, I don't really know what to tell you. It's kind of slack. It's kind of slack on, you know, on your part. Go to the library. I'm just saying. I ain't on front, bro. I, I actually, I actually thoroughly still enjoy like going to the library. And I got a. Yeah. <laughs> it's quiet enough for one, it's and it almost feel like you in like uh, definitely like an office environment. So it's like, oh, I I feel a little more professional sitting in here than just sitting on my couch with my computer in my lap. Yeah, man. When I when I go there, I just um go there, chill, and they got like you know computers in the front, but then you can go to each corner by the books and stuff, and they have one. And that's only like thirty minutes, but still, sometimes that's all you need. Go there, check out a book. You know, like I, I just think re, I think reading. I know it's like cliche, but reading really is like fundamental, though. Like it legit. Fundamental. What's that? Hey, what's that saying? They say they be uh they be like you want to hide something from a black man, put it in the book. Oh God, bro. And like it's it's so crazy because <laughs> it's like we it's like we don't want to read, but we gotta get better at that, man. Like I know um well you well, you know I you know I love WAP, so anything WAP drop I'm trying to get, but he uh just dropped a book on Tuesday. Uh Gucci Man Keys to Success. So I'm gonna try mm -hmm. to I know it like it, it sold out already because bro, like it's so it sold out that quick, like that Tuesday end up selling out. But I'm gonna try to um, find it, see if I can find it like next week or something like that. See if I can purchase it. And basically, what it's talking about is just all the all the books that he read while he was um, incarcerated, then the steps that he took once he got out, and how and how he has been maintaining a healthy lifestyle since he's been out. Because mm -hmm. I mean, you know. I, I loved them and stuff when we was in high school, but like, bro, he money wise, though, he had money back then, but now he really got money, bro. Like, he really done took off, you know. At first, it was hard for him to get like platinum albums and platinum plaques and all that stuff. Now, man, he got he going four, five, six times platinum, easy. Like, for real. So I was like, you know, that one, um, that Rick Ross book, that was also a real good one. That was good, yeah. That was, a, that was good. One. And fifty cent was good too. Fifty cent, yeah. Fifty cent to put out some, yeah, you know, put out some good stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of who. Well, besides that, because I I like listening or, well, audio books too. But I like listening and reading books from people that I actually like admire and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody I saw in my childhood and seeing them come up or something. Besides, like, this old um, African-American literature, like Langston Hughes or Maya Angelou, 
Because you listen, mm-hmm. you uh listen to them that old interviews or read some of their books and poems and stuff like that. They got good stuff. James Bond, oh. James Bond was a good one too. James Bond like probably like, he up there. Like if he not number one, he like right, he like right in that top three. I feel like let me hold up. I feel like I didn't hear this. I know I didn't hear him, but I'm trying to think uh Oh yeah, man. He, um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he got a he got a good well, I went I actually went to the movie theaters um to go see it. But you can look it up on uh, Netflix if they haven't taken it down yet. And he got a, a movie called I Am Not Your Negro. Oh, man, super powerful. Super, super powerful film. Like him, uh, Michael Eric Dyson. Michael Eric Dyson got a lot of good books, a lot mm-hmm. of good books. And they really teaching our people about something, about trying to have something. Hey, is that my dude that's obsessed with uh, Beyonce? Oh, yeah. With the uh, light <laughs> with the glass of you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I'll be like, bro, don't bring up Beyonce. Just, just please on this interview. But, bro, he love her. Love, love Beyonce, love Jay-Z. Talking about they the, they the best things in sliced bread. And I was like, hey, bro, let's, everybody like what they like. But as far as like besides his obsession with the Carters, he has a really good platform. So I, I would I would advise all all of our people, especially our black males, to like to read more, or or at least learn to research. What else you should watch? Oh, you might have already seen it already though. But this movie called it's like a documentary called Hidden Colors. It's you it's, ever heard. It sound familiar. It sound real familiar. Yeah. Check it out. I'm telling you, uh, it'll open your eyes to some stuff. You'll be like, "Dang, I ain't even know that." It's been a while since I watched it. I might have been about fifteen, sixteen when I had watched this. But, bro, I'm telling you, it was good. It Okay, so I think they got more than one movie, though. Yeah, it's a series. Okay. Yeah. So I, so I actually rewatched it. Cause I was like, I like, I know it sounds familiar. I actually rewatched it last year. Um, some somebody that I know in the neighborhood, they had a DVD, and they gave me the DVD. It took me like a week to watch it just because I had to find a DVD player. But <laughs> when I finally found one, I was like, all right, bro, it's like it's legit. Even even the stuff old Johnson was saying, you know, he always sometimes he be talking crazy, but <laughs> bro, he just started, he just really started talking crazy, and I don't know why. <laughs> maybe maybe he ain't talking crazy. Maybe I just don't understand it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, we all we all just on we all on different levels, and we all see the world different. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, now our race, we see the world. M- most comparable within like races like i feel like because you know you you get up on twitter or facebook or something and somebody type something that happened to them when they like 14 or 15 and then we'll be like dang bro that did happen to us though or like it was something close to it that happened to us around mm-hmm. that same time so you know i i get that 
I'm trying to I'm trying to think I'm trying to think of what else that would just make our image better. But I know one thing though, as far as personality wise, you do need to like you need to be yourself, but at the same time, you know how to read a room too. Definitely. Definitely that part. I'm telling you, definitely. The read the room part, you gotta know what you just when you walk in somewhere, you gotta, I mean, just pinpoint who in there. Who in there? That's really all you need to do. Pinpoint in there, and you probably know who in. You probably know the people that's in there. If you don't, then you need to, I guess, figure out. I know some people be like, I don't care who in there. I'm coming there. How I am? However, I want to be. If I want to be loud, I'm gonna be loud. Okay, go ahead. Be. I mean, do you? Ain't nobody telling you not to be yourself, but. I feel like it almost come a time and place for that because let's say, all right, let's say you know you're a real loud person or whatever. And sometimes your mouth do get you in trouble. Let's just say that. So don't, why would you walk into the room popping off at the mouth and you in a corporate building? Like, for one, you about to get yourself kicked out. Now you can't bring more people in of our race so you need that's what i that's all i'm saying you got I, like you were saying i guess play the game and then you can get more of your people in there if you're not if you're not gonna i guess risk it and play the game then how we gonna how we gonna prosper and get more people into the you know into this building that's i mean that's true and i, I completely agree with that because if you are not Okay, basically, you can't have any changes at the table if you only have a seat at the table. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, bro, like, come on in, put that. If if you know you, if you're going to be with your friends, your associates, okay, that's one thing. But when you start getting into corporate America life, if that's the life that people choose, mm -hmm. you got you to gotta know how to, get a suit you gotta know how to tie a tie put on a put on a uh put on a clip tie put i mean upon a tie clip and then um i throw a clip tie on so fast ain't no shame in my game oh it's something man the, them things be so smooth man when you get you a gold one or a silver one man the way they just hit off that tie and it it, it make you stand it make you stand out and it's like, I get it. People don't want to do that every day, but sometimes you have to because when you walk into these rooms with these corporate people, yeah, okay, we, we making decent money and stuff like that for our age group. We in a high, you know, bracket or whatever. But you got to understand, it's always somebody with more money. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm in that uh, low bracket out here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay, then. Okay, yeah, he, he in the low bracket. Let, let him tell it. But um, yeah, you know we we coming up, but it's it's still more to do, bro. And I when I when I when I've been in meetings as far as like like meetings outside, like organization meetings and stuff like that. And bro, I I'll be in a room with people, and six six digits ain't nothing. Then you talk about hundred, you talking about hundred thousand, bro. That, that's nothing. Some of them make like triple that. They be in Paris and all that stuff like that, and I'm like. 
like for real like oh man you just fly to Paris oh yeah man me and my wife you know we flew me her and the kids out there I'm like damn bro that's crazy but see like stuff, that, stuff we dream of that's that's regular that's regular life for them you know so you gotta gotta be more gotta be more cultured and you have to understand more like when you get in the rooms with them people like just try to learn from them like watch them see how see how they move and see what they want to do or you know, see how they do stuff. See how they operate around people. And you see how you just said that uh, when you in there, they say they taking these trips, but you want to learn from them so you can get to that point. Mm-hmm. Some people look at that as, oh, they trying to flex on me. Talking about they going here and that. Nah, it ain't. That's another mind state we gotta get up. It ain't always somebody trying to. Uh, Flicks on you like that or nothing like that. Like, I basically look at that as motivation, man. Like, you see, okay, yeah, we going to Paris. Oh, y'all going to Paris? Well, you can work that into a mentor type shit. So you can eventually get there. But that's another thing we missing in our community. We ain't got no mentors like that. Yeah, like, um, well, well, yes and no. So... I think that the that the black male image as far as mentors is just kind of messed up because okay, what's the first thing that we think about when we think about like mentors? We think about professional athletes, we think about entertainment artists, basically rappers, but entertainment artists. Then that's we think, all that's all we know. Yeah, it, it is all we know, and that's that's like the wildest thing. Like I was watching the um uh, the Marbury um uh, Stefan Marbury in interview or not interview, but the documentary, and it was so wild. The, the little boy was sitting in a chair in the barber shop, and Marbury was talking to him, whatever, and he's like, "What you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a basketball player just like you." And he was like, "Okay, that's cool, that's cool." But yeah, have you ever thought about being a president of the United States? And that little boy just stared at him for like. 30 seconds, bro. Talking about like this. Yeah, like, bro. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? For real, bro. And then like Stefan Marbury, he was like, uh, he said, uh, no, he said, nobody ever told you you could be the president of the United States, did have they? And he was like, no, and the little boy said, No, sir. And he said, That's exactly what I'm talking about. He said, We we do need that because bro, we need okay, everybody not gonna be six eight, you know what I'm saying. Everybody not going to be um, a 300-pound lineman or, you know, something like that. So we do need more doctors, more lawyers. Bro, doctors, lawyers, we, I'm telling you we need that. We need that. Uh, more more, more, psychiatr- uh, more psychiatrists, you know, just a whole bunch of stuff. And that's another thing, too, bro, like speaking about psychiatrists, like therapy, bro, it, it, that was that need to be something you know even even myself even though I don't do it uh right now but I'm thinking about it in the future like like black males we need to invest in a therapist we need to invest in therapy like it's it's just a must because you get you, you got so much weight on your shoulders just from like the time you're born that you don't really know how to process everything and all that and you know, they already looking at us when we teenagers. They they think we like grown men then. You know, that's how they judging us. So well, that's the thing too. How many of us go back to your point? Are therapists that we can go back to talk to? That's 
exactly where we come from. Understand, understand the weight that we carry in and stuff like that. Well, that I feel like that's another reason why we don't go that way either. But and then it's also the whole church thing. But I ain't gonna get deep into that. Oh, speak but, your mind. Boy, you ain't about to have them church folk come after me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, it's it, man. Even even we go. I'm gonna say one thing about that though. But it it is like just wild how, bro. The percentages. I don't have the percentages like exactly right here in front of me, but I know it's extremely high though of the black men who are not in the church anymore. Like, they just not. It's just, like, every bro, everybody my age that I grew up with in my church, I think at one point it might have been 40 years. And I, I say out at 40, it might have been like 30 dudes. I don't think do is the people who still go to that church. One. It was it was three, but two of them moved. Why you why you why you think that is? Uh, for, for me, for me personally, man, I just feel like, you know, we, we just grew up and then they, they didn't have the they didn't have the right people in there. Okay, let me not say they're not the right people, but they had great people, but it had to be more of a connection type thing. You know, like what what is a 60, 70 plus year old um person gonna tell a teenage, you know, black kid? Like they're gonna tell them a few things, but most of the time it's just gonna be like, yes, sir, no, sir. It's like, no, I need I need somebody around my age or like a better suited when you have youth church. I think that the age needs to be no older than about 35 because you still kind of you know in that same realm like you like you're grown but you're a young adult and when especially when you deal with somebody who like 15 and up and stuff like that at least have like that 20 year gap you know between them so you can kind of talk learn more about them be able to like oh well you know so i just graduated not too long ago so i can kind of you know, uh, talk to you about this. But when you talk to somebody like that far out, like they, they out of touch, bro. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, that's one of the things. And then I, I feel like they, I guess it's like, they just be pushing it too much though. Pushing like, too much. Everybody don't, huh? They pushing too much. What exactly? No, they try to push church on you. Mm-hmm. When you dealing with kids, you can't push church on. That got to be something that they really want to do. So the more and more you push them to do it, the le- you know, the less and less they don't like it. What you say? I said, I said, the more you uh, push them into it, the more they try to push away from it. Yes, exactly. So it's like, all right. Maybe church is not the way I want to go. And then, bro, I said I wasn't going to get into these churches. <laughs> but. <laughs> hey, but on the real, though, some of these places be running scams, though. 
Well, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You gonna leave it at that? I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, it's um, you know, it it, it get it get tricky because nobody wants to, um, you know. No, nobody wants to offend anybody because that's how we were raised because now, you know, we have more things to do. But back then, that was like a social, like, gathering. Like, when you, like, mm-hmm. in the South and stuff, that's all you have. And then, you know, in our, in our area, you know, we, we consider, like, the Bible Belt. So you see one on every corner. Every five minutes, you're going to see one. Some across the street, you know, some right beside each other. I got, I be saying, I say these churches popping up like liquor stores around in this mall. Yeah. That's, and you going, sometimes you have liquor stores right beside one. You know, so it, it kind of, it kind of just uh like, te- like tears apart. But when, um, I, but when we talking about like the confidence earlier, okay. I really do think that confidence plays a huge part in our culture. And I feel like we need to have more of it like don't now don't walk around you know be talking reckless to everybody but do like when you walk into a room you just need to know you the best you need to feel like we the best they like ain't nobody like beat us i think so many people just been beat down from you know the slave mentality jim crow law you know um Oh Lord, um, segregation, you know, all that stuff like that. They just feel like kind of beat down, walk around with your head up, you feel like you're not good enough. And we got we gotta tell our uh black males like you are good enough. You're more than good. Just stay on your job, get your grades right in school, and you can you, nah. you can do anything <laughs> possible. Hey, some women need to be smacked outside the head sometime too, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can see them boys acting goddamn, acting crazy or not doing what they supposed to be doing. You just want to say, man, what the? But but that's why that's why we need to talk to them. That's why that's why we need to have more um more programs and stuff like that. You know, and I and you know because like we we lack money you know so much in our community as far as like we just so behind maybe they can i know i, I know everybody gotta make money everybody gotta make money so i'm not saying um discount it but i'm saying you know find some type of ways to make them free or if it's something where even if you just got a building like okay if you if you own the building just let just let the kids come in you know have a have a um a mentor or somebody in different fields take a take a doctor then take a radio DJ, you know, take anything like ask. To, like first of all, sit down, ask the um, young men where they're interested in. Okay, say they, say you find ten guests for ten weeks, so have an interest for, for everybody. So they all sit there, talk, let them know like you know how you, how to get started, how to do this, what to go to school for. I feel like a lot of times, you know, in our community, bro, we, we be so lost when you go to school. Like I know for me. I was a first generation, um, first generation person to get accepted to get accepted to college and then, you know, go to college, finish college, get a job mm-hmm. in my field. All the all these accomplishments I have, I'm damn near like the first one on both sides of my family. So now that my little cousins, they getting older and they going to graduating age, I want like 
help them apply. Like I, I helped my cousin. Um, he just graduated this past uh, spring, and I was helping him fill like all the applications. That's yeah. what, yeah, that's good. Uh-uh. Because you know how hard it was, so you probably do it on your own. Oh man, that that was <laughs> Brian. I didn't think I was gonna finish school at one point. It was like you know, I mean, I knew I was gonna finish, but we so used to the four year thing, and it took me four. It took me four and a half years. I had to go an extra semester, but you know, it it finally matter as long as you finish. Oh yeah, man, it, it finally it finally got done. But you know, that, that's the stuff that we just we just have to do. We have to have have our people set for that. Like you know, tell them tell them to go take a prat. Um, was a a PSAT, you know, let them let them practice the test. Let them take a practice test of the um of the ACT and all that because that that stuff like it matter. Um, they used to let you take those for free. Mm hmm. But you but see now you got to kind of like sign up for and talk to your guidance counselor and all that. See the guidance counselor, they they should be on their job going to inform the kids that. It's out there. That's see, that's another thing that I feel like if you're working as a guidance counselor, treat it. You got like, your position is to show every student what they need, what needs to be done, and how to do it. You can't just pick and choose who you're gonna tell you know the information to. So that's another thing. And then I feel like that's what we sometimes end up lacking at is that we don't have the information. We don't know. Wait, we we don't we don't know it. And then like 2020, bro, it, it it ain't no excuse. You can um you can damn now almost look up anything. Like, but we have to have people that's gonna be willing to to help and and, and push us too. That's why I say like I'm so appreciative of like you know a my mama because school teacher and all stuff like that but <clears throat> excuse me but she was always like putting that in my head like you know get education get educated get educated like make sure you like you try to like do something with yourself because it's gonna be hard but like bro like right now i'm at Don's. if you are 18 or older if you don't have that not even gonna hire you if you don't have a high school diploma Mm. So, <laughs> you know, you might you might get you might get lucky and get hired on when you like fourteen or something, and and work your way up to be the manager and eventually have enough money saved to buy a store or something like that. But mm. you know, they used to put anybody on that grill. Now it's like, bro, you gotta be eighteen with a with a high school diploma, which is good, which is good. Cause they like, no, we gotta have people in here that's you know trying to be productive. But you can't you can't say stagnant. That that's one thing I, I feel like I feel like our I feel like our males they they just get too stagnant sometimes. Like no, bro, we need to keep on pushing because every day is a day is a better day to achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. Got that right? Yeah. You know, I I would take a piece of paper or you know have a calendar and just write down your goals and say, okay, I'm gonna start this day. And I want to finish it by this day. Now, what happened? Will you finish it that day? It may not, but at least you know you're marking off the days, and you know that you're still progressing and making moves towards your goals. 
you can start off small and build up because especially when it comes to like you know what you were saying earlier about saving man say save it save everything if you if you know that you are in a certain position you don't need them you don't need them shoes all the time i mean <laughs> bad examples we bad example of that, but still, <laughs> you don't need to shoot. Like I, like I remember, like when I first um started working for um this photography company, bro, I was I was not spending no checks, bro. None. My my car was paid for, so I was literally just paying like insurance on my car. That's it. Everything else was just like groceries and stacking groceries, stacking groceries, stacking. Mm-hmm. And and if you have the extra money to do that. Then you need then you need to do that. You right. Yeah. Them shoes. I mean, yeah, them shoes. I mean, they can be, it can be almost like a gift and a curse. Cause you can call the shoes and sell and resell them and get more money for them. But I mean, like I say, if you ain't really got the funds though, just keep stacking. Them shoes. You can always go back and get those shoes that you missed out on. They got there. You just gotta go search them. So, and another thing is, I don't even know if they still got like boys and girls clubs, urban leagues, and stuff like that. Oh yeah, bro, you know they got that. Man, um, them after school programs. I know some kids be like, nah, I ain't with the after school program, but I'm telling you, them. I don't know how they are now, but them. Programs used to teach you a lot, just like basic skills. Everybody don't even know basic skills because everybody got a damn phone in their hand. They got them know how <laughs> they know how to text before they know how to take the trash out. Man, don't even don't even get me started, bro. Like it when it it just I ain't gonna say it till my nerves up because that's like real old sounding. But, but, well, bro, it is, it is I, it is I when I see like a 3 0 and they have like an iPad or something, and I'm talking about they can call on the iPad or you know, with the Wi Fi and all that. And I'm like, bro, how they know how to call on this phone at three? See, that's good, and that's good at the same time, though, but they still need to know basic life skills because. They can make a ton of money off that technology. So I ain't going to necessarily knock them on that part. But at the same time, you're going to learn how to ride this damn bike. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I ain't going to knock it. But, yeah, you do need to know stuff like you know how to swim and all that stuff like that. And what you was talking about earlier, bro, really, that's one thing that can help us a long way. You really need to know manners because – that's, that's one thing that I, I've known in life. And, you know, like my grandma used to tell me stuff like that. It's just like manners will get you way further sometimes than what your education can. Yeah, it's it's cool to have all of them, you know, bachelor's, master's, and PhDs. But, bro, people, they love people that, um, that have manners and they love people that are relatable be be, re- be relatable to somebody like if you're talking about sports i ain't say you got i ain't say you gotta know everything about sports you ain't gotta be like me knowing all the stats and all that stuff like that but i'm saying like 
oh, yeah, bro, I did watch the game or, you know, this player so-and-so. Like, just, just be able to, like, to, to bring something to the table. Because people, people like that. And you, and you, especially when you're trying to deal with people that's in a higher position than you, they doing all that. Like, okay, bro, I went to my first basketball game when the All-Star came, when the All-Star game came up here, right? Mm-hmm. That's the first one I ever went to. All right. Man, I, I, I talked to some of my friends, stuff like that, bro. They were like, oh, I'm about to I'm about to go to Tennessee real quick so I can go see uh the Eagles play, the Titans. I'm like, that's your first football game? It's like, nah, bro, I, I go to a game like every year. I've been doing so since she was little. Like, what? Like, that just, like, stuff like this blow my mind. I'm like, dang, bro. Like, like this is, like, this is nothing. Think about all think about all of them, like, Clemson fans, stuff like that, that never, that never have money to go into the games, but they always be the tailgate. But then you got mm-hmm. the same fans. You got somebody who got season tickets in the skybox. Like that, like them, them type of levels that I want to be on where it's like, you know, get around these mentors that show you how to, you know, move, move around in life. And they show you just how to like just build and, you know, get higher and higher. Cause I think, I feel like every day you just need to get better. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying, man, you know, we're going, we're going to get it done, man. We, we're trying to set the standard. We're gonna we gonna get right. So got my boy Coleman up in here. I know he said he ain't trying to give out no IG or nothing like that, but what's the last final thing you want to tell the people? Last final thing. Let's see here. Oh, I need to go back to what you were just talking about though, real quick. Be reliable as well, because mm-hmm. that is a long way too. That's what I leave them with. Be reliable too. Be responsible and be reliable, because that's a big thing. I'm telling you, if you if somebody feel like they can rely on you, they will come back to you with who knows what. They could come back to you with ten ten million and say, "Hey, I just need you to." I just need you to hold us. You hold us. I'm gonna give you some of it. But they got that much trust in you because they know how reliable you are with money or with whatever. And they feel like they got that much trust in you. They they gonna leave you that much money. You know how much faith somebody gotta have in you to leave you ten million dollars. I mean, I know that's goddamn a whole lot. Of money and that's absurd, but I'm just saying. I, I, honestly, bro, like that's not really like far fetched. Like, like people, do, like people do it all the time. It's just that you know, right at the moment, you know, we ain't we ain't got that far yet. We still we still sitting on you know our five dollars my accounts, but you know. <laughs> but um, nah, bro, it, it's it, it's it's that it's that on man, bro. It, you you know it you know you know it got to be there. It's just too many things happening in our area. All all these hotels, all uh, movie theaters about to come. See, yeah, yeah. that bro. It's 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 money. So don't don't never let nobody tell you it ain't money. We just got to figure out the way to get it. Yeah, some gotta be coming because I just ain't understanding. 
while these housing developments and stuff going up, like, it ain't this. That's gonna fill them places up like that. Man, you be, bro. You be shocked. You be shocked, man. I'm talking about all, all of them, bro. So they, so they go up, boom. People just, cause man, it's it's so it's so many people moving. It's so many people moving here, you know, to the area. Well, you know, they say this is a good retirement area. Oh yeah, man. This, this the best, cause you still, you, you like our area is like the. Like one like the restaurant areas. Like we like a restaurant like city, county. So everywhere you turn is like a brand new restaurant or something like that. People are always going out. They want to try something new. It ain't too much noise over here. You know, it ain't living cheap. Yeah, living cheap. Uh if you had children now, I mean, don't get me wrong, like we had great childhoods and stuff like that. But now these kids, they really got somewhere to go. Like we had Frankie's or Gay Town, something like that. Nah, bro, these kids got everything. They they got like five or six of them uh trampoline places alone. I'm saying like this this a this a good this a good place, and that's and that's why I tell that's why I tell our people is just like move move if you need to move if you find something better because somebody say I'm about to give you two hundred thousand dollars a year, like you need to go like <laughs> you need to go if it makes sense. It but, makes sense. If it made sense, but like around here, man, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of people getting money, and we we so young and building up here, man. If, if the businesses can can survive like four or five years, you you see you see figures, you million dollars, because so so many people coming, they trying they trying to generate that money, they trying to spend that money with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, point. Man, I'm, I'm always open for that. But yeah, man, I want to thank my boy Coleman checking in. You know, oh, yeah. we're going to have this uploaded. You know what's going on. Uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, it'll be up on YouTube, so you make sure you check us out. You know, this Rev B, you can follow me on IG at R-E-V-I-S-B. Make sure you email us with any questions at ingeniouswealthmedia at gmail.com. Once again, ingeniouswealthmedia at gmail.com. And uh, you got anything else to say? Nah, that's it, man. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure you know we're going to bring Coleman back. And I think he really going to be doing his promoting. But like I said, make sure you check us out. And we'll see you later. Peace out. Peace.